everybody. Welcome to the Resistance Broadcast. I'm John. Thank you for joining us on this day after Christmas. It is a Monday. I know it might be a bit of a different Monday for a lot of people. Maybe people have off from school or off from work, or maybe you're going to work and you're bummed out and you need some company. And that's where we come in. But either way, you are listening to this or watching. So thank you for joining us here on the Resistance Broadcast. I'm John. It is a wonderful day because we are here to have our final episode of 2022 and we're going to discuss sort of like it we're going to have sort of like one of those open chats that we have where we just uh see what comes out but we are going to have some other cool segments along the way and with me as always is james and Lacey. james you know what's funny i almost uh i was gonna save my make solo two happen shirt for our final sh uh, show of 2022 but i had to wear it and i'm talking about the red one i had to wear it at during our holiday party last uh, Thursday, because it just it went well with my Santa hat, you know. The only thing red you had, <laughs> yeah, well, almost, <laughs> almost, yeah. So, can you believe it? it's another year done? Talking it's, stuff, uh, yeah, it's wild. I we've been doing this for so long that like I, I, it, it's amazing to think like how long we've been doing it. Like I'm like, oh, that's just been like maybe three years or something. And I'm like, no, it's been so much longer than that. <laughs> like it's been like three years since like at one point it was like it was three years ago since the last celebration. <laughs> like there was that right. Factor. Yeah, it was the rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, between 2019 and 2022, crazy. Yeah, insane. It's yeah, it's nuts. So, Lacey, are you? Uh, how long do you leave your Christmas stuff up usually after Christmas? Till New Year's, I think that's pretty yeah. typical for people, right? People usually. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I'm always looking for a reason not to take it down because it's just everything looks just looks so barren after after the holidays. So so would, sad. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like Step Brothers and like look at all this space for activities. Kind of. I thing. might leave You're these like, ones up. The down. I kind of like these lights. I might leave them up. Yeah. You could change yeah. that, like you could do like an orange or something. I don't know. I mean, they're cool the way they are, but you could theme them is what I was getting at. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so we have a good show today, but just so everybody knows. Um, so today's show will be our last for 2022. Our return episode will happen live Thursday, January 5th uh, at 8.30. So we'll be back in the mix, back in our regular rotation. Um, but just so you know, of course, we still have stuff coming to Patreon. If you're a patron of ours, uh, you can head right to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast or say you came into some cash during the holidays and you're like, you know what? I need my TRB fix. Sign up for Patreon. We have uh, a lot of tiers to check out there, um, but also our YouTube channel. Um, if you haven't subscribed to the channel and you're an audio listener or you are watching this for some reason and you're not subscribed yet. Uh, make sure you do uh, youtube.com slash at the resistance broadcast. We actually have additional content that we're going to be putting up this week um, to, again, give you that fix until we uh, return. It's not a long break, but for us it is because we really don't take breaks. I don't know that we took one this year, maybe one brief break. Um, so uh, from here until uh, January 5th, you have some other TRB stuff to get into on the channel, on Patreon, or go back and listen to some old episodes, what have you. Uh, but a lot of cool stuff still coming your way. Uh, so don't miss us too much as you get through the rest of the holidays here. Um, but James, we are going to start this show off with one of our old faithful segments. What is it? I fear nothing for all this as the force wills it. All right, John will of the force. Yes. Love this segment, mostly because it's not just us 
coming up with these questions. Uh, a lot of times we have our patrons write in and give us the questions so that we can answer them. And we're going to kick it off this week with one of those exact things I just talked about. Uh, this is a Patreon submission from one of our majors, uh, Jamie Gerber. Uh, Jamie, hey, Jamie. to know, will Ray Stevenson be reprising his role as Gar Saxon for Ahsoka in flashbacks or as... Uh, retcon since the character died in Rebels, spoiler alert, uh, several years earlier, or will he be playing an entirely new villainous character as reported? So uh, I'm going to go with John on this one. What what do you think about this uh, Ray Stevenson situation? I don't think that Gar Saxon is one of those characters that people are that concerned about when it comes to like the voice actor of Gar Saxon can never make an appearance in Star Wars as anyone else again. How dare um, you say that? <laughs> and we've seen many prominent Star Wars voice actors voicing multiple roles, Sam Witwer, Stephen Stanton. Um, so I think we're getting a completely different character here. I don't think this is a situation where they want to limit themselves or confine themselves in that way. Um, so I think he's going to play somebody different in the timeline of the ahsoka series not some sort of um saxon flashback um yeah that's interesting um well Lacey, what do you think what do you think do you think there's do you think he's reprising the role or do you think he's playing someone new yeah i agree i don't think he's playing the same role i think he's going to play something completely new and i'm excited to see what it is i i think as star wars fans we kind of always jump to the oh they must be doing this or it has to be this character and I think that might not be the case. Yeah, I think the reason that it's tricky is because he has appeared in stuff with Ahsoka before, you know, so that's tricky. But then also we like there's all the who's playing Thrawn rumors and stuff, too, you know, and there's the uh, Lars Mikkelsen thing and and he was the voice and now he's playing the character. So this is another situation if they carry that over. Um, but again, you know, we have the Ashley Eckstein, she was the voice than mm -hmm. somebody else. And so I think that, I think that you guys are probably right because Ray Stevenson is great on his own. And I don't, I think they could carry the voiceover and just be fine. Like, you know, like it's the same voice, but who cares? Um, and that's not to say he didn't bring something different to the voice. You know what I mean? Maybe he sort of did something different with Gar Saxon. And then in this, he's doing something different. You know what I mean? So it's like, they don't, they don't sound the same, those characters. I'm going to go with this. He would be playing somebody different like you guys are, but we will see. And I'd be happy to see flashbacks or I don't know about a retcon, but you know, that's fine. I guess if they want to mess around with that some somehow, cause I don't think they just like say, Oh, he didn't die. You know, but if they, if they had some right. story and some reason, it makes sense. That'd be cool. <laughs> Um, let's move on to the next one here. Uh, will Solo co-writer and Willow showrunner John Kasdan write another Star Wars series or film for Lucasfilm? So if you say yes, mind you, uh, is it going to be that Solo follow-up that we always talk about, or is it going to be something different? Um, John, it's Big Solo 2 happen time, so I'm going to start with you again on this one. What do you think? Um, it's tricky because I haven't seen numbers or heard anything, but I... I just get this feeling that Willow isn't getting enough attention. Um, and it got, you know, spammed on like Rotten Tomatoes. 
Um, I think we know why. My but... own reviews have been getting spammed, like with like crazy comments and thumbs down. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah, it's you know, it. I, I that's what I like about Willow, though. It's proof that you know, e- even stuff that is not even remotely precious brings out the not my Willow fans. You know, it's amazing. <laughs> I've gotten so many comments that are like, "Willow isn't that type of show." Yeah, people all of a sudden care so like, much about Willow. Yeah. What? Okay. Um. <laughs> so I I have concerns there because I hope they don't translate that to being a commentary on his ability because. I think he really is sort of a chip off the old block. I think there are a lot of um, tendencies that, and, and similarities I noticed between him and his dad, as there should. You know, it, it seems like he mm-hmm. you know, followed him along quite well. Um, so I think so. I think they'll keep John Kazan in the mix. Um, and I'm just going to try to be hopeful as we head into 2023, since more people are talking about it on the Lucasfilm side of things, and say it will be a solo follow-up. And I'll go a step further and beat the drum again and say based on recent comments uh or commitments made by donald glover to other things that maybe they are going to take that lando series and rework it into a full solo follow-up and bring john kazan in the mix to to lend his hand in with his treatments and such mm-hmm. Lacey, uh will john kazan be working for lucasfilm in the near future yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere. I think they really enjoy working with him from what we've heard from not only people that work there, but from what seemingly PR and what they present as Lucasfilm is with that they love working with John Caston. And I don't blame mm-hmm. them. He writes wonderful characters that are relatable. Um, they're just they're just so fun. Like everyone mm-hmm. that he's written so far from Solo and then from Willow it it reminds you of someone you know like there's something about them that don't seem out of touch with some characters in movies and tv um and i love that i and i know that's been kind of some people have been critiquing that with willow specifically about like oh they would never act like this in a fantasy world and i'm like why wouldn't they why wouldn't they act like a normal human being <laughs> regardless of the circumstances or world that they're in and and i love that um i like how the characters are just so real um and i think it's gonna be a solo project i think he's been beating that drum as of you know from before celebration but definitely starting in celebration of this year when he was talking to press at the the willow event saying how oh he's been talking to john favreau he really wants to make this a thing and now he's been asked about it with every single interview that he's done for willow and he keeps bringing up like oh i'd love to see more i'd love to talk about this i'd like to bring this character back and see what happens here it just seems like it's so fresh in their mind, his mind, and then uh, Ron Howard's mind, and all these other people that, yes, I think that he's going to stay with Lucasfilm, and his next thing is going to be Solo. Um, yeah, so for, first of all, to, to I'm going to say yes as well, that he'll be back, and I'll explain that in a second, but when it comes to the Solo thing, my gut still says no. Like it's It doesn't seem like it's on the radar, but... I want it to be so bad and I don't know what else. I mean, John, you bring up the good point about the Lando stuff. It's like, uh, you know, if, that's so if, wild that they still announced that series without Donald Glover even signed on. Yeah, I'm just it, that's a random it, side. It had, no, been it's a just, verbal, it's, it had to have been a verbal agreement and not something. It inked. boggles. It's yeah. a true mind boggling situation for me. Um. And 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 he probably said yes, and then just like it says, like we'll get to it when we get to it, and that apparently seems to be a trend with Kathleen Kennedy. She's like, you know, 
I, you know, I will take the word that these creatives will come back in due time when, when they're ready, I'm down for it. I'm going to announce it now. And then when inevitably we get to it, we'll get to it. And it's like, one of those things are like so many people that have fallen into that category of like, we'll, I'm waiting on so-and-so to be ready. You know, she like calls him and puts him on the spot and he's like caught off guard. And she's like, Hey Donald, it's it's Kathy. Um, just want to run this by you. You know, we're we're workshopping ideas. And we're thinking about doing a, a Lando series for Disney Plus. You'd be interested in that, right? He's like, Yeah, totally. Yeah, and she and she's like, All right, great. We'll lock you in. We'll t- we'll we'll talk to you down the road. And then she's like, All right, everybody, we can announce that in December. Get Disney off our backs. We got Donald Glover coming in for a Lando. I series. wonder what <laughs> no, no, no. she's this like. One okay, in. that's great. And she hangs up, and then she's like coming soon like it's during right right before (laughs) or she just turns and gives a thumbs up like yeah i remember when they announced it on investor day and they like really just announced the writer they didn't announce announce billy uh, d williams or donald glover and everyone was like what does this make sense and he's not working on it anymore right i don't know the writer left right oh the writer left yeah the one that they announced was attached to it he's not doing it yeah maybe that's why donald glover left you know who knows sorry Lisa. but it's just no it's just crazy to me that they announced it and i wonder if and we talked about this when it happened donald glover was sitting there just being like wait what huh yeah and when i remember we our initial reaction was oh my god is this solo because they showed the falcon (laughs) and then we realized it wasn't solo but then our thing was wait did they announce donald glover and then it immediately turned into why wouldn't they announce this with donald glover mm-hmm. so it's just weird yeah, yeah. It's a, a little bit of a, a tangent there all, all to say that um I, i'm gonna go with yes that it is going to be a solo follow-up because i think um what what i want to say about john kasdan is is you're right john i think it is getting criticism and i i to to, to say opposite what you are saying though i don't think that it is just for uh, political reasons or whatever. I do think there there are a lot of fans. I have a lot of friends that have contacted me about like, you watching Willow? I'm not feeling it, you know? And I'm like, I don't get it, man. I don't, you know, I'm trying to talk it up and I totally loved the show. And, uh, but, but I'm watching interviews and stuff and people aren't feeling it. So that makes me a little nervous, but I think (laughs) that when it comes down to John Kasdan himself, um, I don't think he is the person that you point to what people are complaining about if they have an issue with it. I want I want people to earnestly go back and watch the movie Willow and then tell me what they're not getting from this series. That series is an absolute continuation of that movie because I, I watched them people... back to back and I could tell you right now like everything about it, the humor, the acting which people keep critiquing Everything about it. They're like, this character is, source is not the same. I was like, it's literally the same woman, same acting, same everything. And then they're like, Warwick is not the same. I'm like, same guy, same oh my acting. God. <laughs> like, well, it's just, it's crazy. I think people see these things that are set in a fantastical medieval era and are now trying to compare it to the seriousness of things like Game of Thrones and House Game of the of Dragon. Game of Thrones, yes. And that's not what Willow is at all. Sure, it's like the sure. anti game. So I, I don't know if You're that's about what it brownies is. and witches and like mystical things. It has a lot well, of campiness to it. Very campy. Yes. 
I think we're going to do we're going to do like when the eighth episode comes out, we'll do a talk about it and including the whole season. So we'll get yeah. more into Willow. Yeah. Look forward to that. Um, Cause I, I, I do. I mean, it, I'm of both minds. I really like the show, but I can understand what people are saying sometimes when, you know, they're describing it to me. I'm like, I see that. And you just got to accept this and this is different, but oh, we'll, sure. you know, whatever yeah. we'll get, we'll get into that later. Let's go ahead and move on with will of the force. Uh, Cause we got another patron submission. This one's coming from one of our commanders, uh, commander Danny to be specific at simplify Danny. Um, Danny wanted to know since Lucasfilm appears to have successfully digitally de hate de aged, sorry, de Harrison Ford. I tried hey. to say de hate like Harrison Ford. Uh, since they've successfully digitally de aged Harrison Ford in the upcoming Indiana Jones movie, will we see Han Solo in season three or beyond of The Mandalorian? All right, Lacey, Mandalorian question. So it's coming right back at you. Ooh. Hi, Danny and Mark, because I know Mark's listening with Danny. What up? Uh, good question. This is tricky because we've talked before about how we think because Alden is, you know, is the younger solo that that would make sense. But in the timeline, that's not him at this point. Would it be would be Harrison, Harrison Ford, um, which is always hard for me to remember. Like, where in the timeline does this? Um, honestly, at this point, I feel like they could. They have... <laughs> <laughs> they have the it's technology. They've already it. they've already done it. Like with Indiana Jones, they could just repurpose what they've done already. It's just <laughs> I'm sure it's not obviously a copy paste, but mm -hmm. uh, way more technical than that. But I just feel like it would be an easy thing to do, even if it's not even a long moment. It could just be like a passing line, or even in the background or something. Um, it doesn't have to be like a whole episode like they did with Luke. But I could see them doing it. And then people wouldn't get mad because it's Harrison Ford. Although people got mad at Luke being Mark Hamill. So <laughs> I don't know. I think they will probably. My my thoughts with this is that they absolutely can do it. And it would make sense to do it in the real world. But I don't know if it makes a lot of sense to do it in story. Because right about now, you got to think he's setting up the family and stuff. You know, this is when Han is like supposedly being the good dad. And we don't really have a lot from that era because it's young Ben Solo era and they try to stay away from sequel stuff for some reason. But um, <laughs> Lacey's like triggered. <laughs> Lacey's like, yes, I know. Um, but I, I think that it would be possible. I just I'm not going to be counting on it. I think it would be cool to see, but it would be one of those things where suddenly the world feels smaller and fans don't really like that. Um, whereas it makes sense with yeah. Luke because it, because of the, he calls out to Grogu and this is where Luke is right now. He's looking for students. He's looking for people. He wants to be a Jedi, right? So right now you'd have to have like, mandalorian looking for someone in the underworld and oh wouldn't you know it, it just happens to be han solo who's still right. the best at doing something so you got to contact him even though he's retired or whatever you know it, i don't know it could be cool but i don't think it's going to happen sean i i think it'd be out of place um the luke stuff i can see the <clears throat> the way to connect it with grogu and the force and that stuff but han would just feel really like why is he here 
Um, uh, unless like Boba Fett's there, and then they try to do that whole thing. But oh. I feel like that. <laughs> That's a good. Point. I feel like that be would too be too big of a storyline. Yeah, that would be yeah, that would be too much. Um, and I don't. I think they try their best to honor and um keep fans at bay by bringing in the original actor and stuff and that's why like mark hamill was really acting out those scenes so that they could replicate his mannerisms with the stunt double and he stood in place with the lightsaber and did all that stuff and he was all on board with it and he helped them with like the dialogue and that sort of thing i don't think harrison ford has interest in doing that i i think mm-hmm. i think episode nine was his like i'm gonna come back for you because i Oh, a lot to George Lucas, and I'm going to make sure you know I lend myself to this, so you guys can land the plane, even though I have trouble landing planes. Um, and <laughs> I think this for you, JJ. <laughs> yeah, I know. So uh, yeah, you, you 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 broke your back for me, so let me break mine for you. Um, so I, I I can't, even though he lives right there, and he could probably pop right down and do some stuff. I don't think he wants to bring that character back for a cameo in someone else's show. I don't like. He doesn't necessarily love Han Solo the way he loves Indiana Jones, but I still think deep down he cares about that character and doesn't want it to be some throwaway. Like it would almost feel like the holiday special. Like here's Han Solo now. Hey everybody just doing mm-hmm. some smuggling. I got Ben <laughs> on board. You, you can't show him because we don't want to cast a young actor for him yet, just in case, but he's on the Falcon. Don't worry. Uh, we're going to leave now. All right. Chewie's in there too, right? Chewie. And then you just hear like, Oh, and it's just like, okay, bye, Han. Thanks for stopping by the Mandalorian. It's like Mr. Rogers' house. I mean, they show Chewie. Yeah, they, they bring back Chewy. Jonas, do the Chewie thing, and then I, I just Mando and Chewie hugging or something like. And the, the other, inter- the other interesting Grogu thing and is Chewie hugging. Yeah, that too. Yeah, he's like holding cool. him. It's like big and small. Yeah. Um. Well, then maybe bring Chewie, but and not Han. <laughs> but I. I, and I, all the things I'm hearing about from Harrison Ford in these interviews about Indiana Jones is he said it's all archive footage and it's not like deep fake. Like he, they're using, they, they're doing more of what they did with Carrie Fisher, Carrie Fisher in episode yeah. nine. And they're like, they have me completely perfected with all this archive uh, footage. And maybe it's a blend between the OG deep fake and the archive footage stuff. But he's saying it's not the facial mapping stuff always the way that people think it is um so i i don't know what any of that means it looks good for for indy but i i just can't see an h ford young uh han solo showing up in the mandalorian gotcha all right well one last question for will of the force this week um which of the following people if any of course uh will attend star wars celebration for the 40th anniversary of return of the jedi so i'm gonna give the list you ready write it down george lucas Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Billy D. Williams, Ian McDermott, Lacey. Um, wait, can we choose more than one or just one? You could choose which of the following people oh, will attend, okay, got it, got it, if got it. any. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say Ian McDermott because he always does celebration. Billy D. Mm-hmm. Williams, he always does celebration. Uh, Mark Hamill, and. I would say no on George Lucas and Harrison Ford, but I've been proven wrong before because they did come back for the Empire Strikes Back anniversary. Right. And not to mention, no, oh wait, a, I, new hope. I, a New Hope. Sorry. Yeah, I do think Harrison Ford might be there only because they're going to do indie. We've seen that Lucas mm. will do indie. I'm going to say George Lucas. No, everybody else, yes. 
Dang, you got me on that one because uh, I wasn't going to say Harrison Ford. John, oh, where where are you at? Um, and I didn't add Anthony Daniels because we know that's a hundred percent. Hundred percent. It's in his, it's in his backyard, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but Anthony Daniels does like everything. He still does like the Lego stuff. Like <laughs> just um, good for him. Get he's paid. Um, I'm going to say all of these people are going to be there, and I. I, the reason why Harrison Ford is, uh, is the same as Lacey said, I think because they're going to have a big Indiana Jones panel. Um, but this is the, I think this might be like sort of like, I don't want to say the last chance, but like George Lucas is almost 80 now. Um, and this is the last of the original trilogy. It's a big anniversary. I think it might mean something to have him there if he was willing to do it. He might not have any interest in doing it, but I think it would mean a lot if he did it. So well, it depends if they're going to have him there for Indiana Jones too. That that I know. was what I, I I was. She convinced me with the Harrison Ford thing. I was like, oh shoot, it is going to be the launch of. I just don't uh, think. But then I was like, George Lucas, no way. Wait a minute. Yeah, maybe. I just don't think. Yeah, because he's not involved in Indiana Jones Five he's the way not, Spielberg but... is a producer. But could you imagine Spielberg shows up? I was going to say it's almost. He might. Likely. But I don't know that how much George Lucas travels anymore, so he, he probably won't. I want him to. So I think ultimately, even though I'm bummed about it, I'm sticking with um, the same answer Lacey gave. Everybody except George Lucas. And he'll probably have like a pre-recorded thing that they'll play on the big screen or something, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, my answer was just Billy D and Ian McDermott. And then I'm sort of leaning on Harrison Ford right now. I just didn't think George Lucas, and I really don't have a good reason for Mark Hamill. Mark I mean, Hamill hasn't been to the last few, so that's why I think he'll be at this one. That's a good point. I, I'll just stick with the three that I'm sticking with: Harrison, Billy D, and Ian McDermott. Um, I would have not. I would not have thought Harrison would have came to the last one. So it makes more sense that he would have come to this one. And then I think you're right about George Lucas traveling. I think he would more likely come to an Anaheim celebration. And I know, I know he's 80, but like, I don't know. Does, is he going to hold out for like a new hopes 50th or something, mm -hmm. you know? Cause then that's in like three, four years or something. You could do uh, um, revenge of the Sith 20th or something. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But, I mean, A New Hope's 50th. <laughs> that's like, that's Star Wars golden anniversary. I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, you're big. talking 86 years old at that point or whatever. Maybe Mike Myers will show up for the golden anniversary. John, no. All right, never mind. No, All right. No. <laughs> All right, guys, that's that's our vote for... Uh, or that's our uh, Will of the Force this week. Uh, I'm going to send it over to Lacey for our next segment. All right, guys, it's time for the Patreon pod race. So there are lots of ways you can support us. You can like this video, comment, subscribe on YouTube, please, to our new channel. For those of you asking, I've got still a lot of questions being like, where'd you guys go? We're here. We're just in a new place. So hopefully you can follow us over there. Uh, you can follow us on all our social channels, uh, whether it be Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, what have you. Uh, you can find us at TRB Podcasts. Um, and that's all where of them. 
and all of them easy, easy to find. Um, but if you want more than that, you want to be a part of the resistance heading into the new year, really be part of a great community. You can head over to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. Starting at just $5 a month, you get to take part and get to engage. And like we had earlier in the episode, ask questions, determine topics for us, uh, watch some live streams, do watch alongs with us, etc. Um, this is the part of the show that we let our generals and spice runners take part. We ask them a question, they give us their answer, and then we kind of discuss a little bit. But before we do that, I do want to thank those people. So thank you to our generals. Carmelo, John Reese, Jetta Rosewater, Frank Grande, Darth Hurricane, Nick Kratz, Christian Morales, Brian Smith, Matt Chitty, Danny, Mike Ramori, Matt Heath, Brendan McLaughlin, Count Pepto, Sneaky Zebra, Paul Sullivan, Aaron Ellington, and Diana, our newest general. Thank you guys so much. And Thank to you. David Probus, Neil Shaw, Kendall Gelnar, Ryan Wara, Dave Hornack, Thomas Hennessy, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, and Michael Fry. Thank you guys so much Thank for you. keeping it spicy. We have so many cool things coming up for celebration in April. We hope to see all our, our crew there, but definitely our spice runners because you guys get to join us for dinner one night, which is going to be super fun. You got to figure that out. Um, so back is one of our OGs. Oh. OG generals. Yeah. Uh, the Mello. OG. Yeah, Mello, what's up? You are so missed. We've missed you. He's back in the States. So pumped about that. Um, your question was, what Star Wars character would benefit most from a New Year's resolution? And what would that resolution be? So Mello, take it away. Hello, guys, and greetings from South Florida. Guys, it's been ages since talked to you guys. How you been? I miss you all and I hope your uh, your family, yours and yours are great and you had a fantastic holiday, whatever you celebrate. And well, let's talk about New Year resolutions. Who needs one? I think our friend Cyril Karn. My friend, brother, you need therapy like yesterday. And you need to improve your social skills, how to talk to people and how to let things go. And you need real friends like no friends that call you to uh, to go uh, put revenge on somebody that uh, got you fired. Well, that's all I have. Love you all. Once again, wish you the best. And I'll try to be more active this year. Be well, Resistance. Nice job, Mello. It's so nice to see you. I know, like, obviously you're in, like, a parking lot or something, so you can't <laughs> see where exactly you are. But to hear you say you're in Florida, like, in the u.s is just like so exciting for me even though we're still not that close it's very cold up here i wish i could have your weather we're going to um, europe he comes back Are i know we're whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> um john what'd you think um good answer yeah welcome back home mellow so that's very cool that you're back in the states um it's crazy that you've been there that long you were in spain mm -hmm. for so long um but now you can no longer say greetings from Espana, which uh, upsets me a little bit. Espana. But um, greetings from Florida works for me. Um, <laughs> I I wouldn't even have thought of your answer because, you know, it's just so recent. Um, but it's a good one. Um, yeah, this guy definitely has issues. So if you're going to pick somebody, he's definitely a good one to pick. Uh, Cyril Karn. So, and I am curious to see what they do with him over the next four years in the canon timeline and how far he makes it, if he you know makes it to the end or whatever. So... There's a lot more to this character, but I agree. He could definitely benefit from a solid New Year's resolution. Um, but like Lacey said, you're not just an OG. You're the OG, man. You've been with us on Patreon from the beginning. And uh, 
can't thank you enough for all your continued support. And you're one of those people where I know that we may not always talk to you, but every time we get a chance to, it's always, it always feels good. It's always good to hear from you. And I can't wait till we get to finally hang out in person again. That's been a long time too, over three years, I think. So um, my best to you and your family, Merry Christmas and uh, all that good stuff. Well, I hope you had a Merry Christmas and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks buddy. Yeah. Same, same sentiments as far as John is, uh, you know, you being a patron for so long, that's incredible. Uh, and, uh, your answer is, is so true. (laughs) I, when you said it, I was like, I picture this guy, uh, writing a list, you know what I mean? Like sitting down January 1st and he's like this year, I'm going to get friends. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to stop taking things so seriously. I'm going to let things go. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get a, get a doctor. I'm going to go to what, what's the one that you always hear on a uh, better help. <laughs> oh yeah. Better help. <laughs> I'm going to use that promo code to get a <laughs> better help. Uh, no, he, he needs it. Um, and uh, I, it was, it was such a, a topical one too, considering Andor just came out. So as John was saying, it's a good one. Um, glad you're back in the States. We'll have to organize something at some point if you want to come up and visit or uh, meet us whenever we do something in the future as far as like a TRB get together or something. That'd be great. I know you guys have already done that without me somewhere in Connecticut, right? Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but th- thanks again, Mello. And uh, yeah, thanks. Awesome. Great answer. He is a total creep. So I approve of everything you said. <laughs> It was just very weird, but very well played. And fun fact, the actor and I were born in the same place. Learned that in his interview. Wow. You were born in Bridgeport? I was. Wow, you're a tough cookie. (laughs) Is that the show? Kyle and I were born in something. (laughs) Bridgerton. Bridgerton. (laughs) All right. Different place. Not the same. Um, but yeah, it's kind of cool. It's just like a weird connection, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, anyway, Mello, you're the best. We miss you. Hope to see you soon. And thank you for being part of the community. And again, to everybody out there, we're kicking off the new year. We got so many awesome things planned. So we hope that you'll join us over on Patreon. Back to you, Jen. All right. So, um, we have a bit of time here, of course, to get into a bit of a discussion, um, and I just figured we would have sort of a more of a casual chat. This is sort of like a holiday episode um, in between the holidays. People are uh, casually listening and whatever. So I figured let's keep it open and see where we go. No major deep topic or anything like that. So it got me thinking like in the past, we've done like look back on the past year and then we did episodes looking forward and stuff. But I just think maybe just reflecting on our year as a whole, the three of us just together, not live or anything like that. And, thinking about because uh, it like we're always going forward it's always like the next week and the next two episodes and what are we going to do here what are we doing on patreon how are we doing with the channel and stuff mm-hmm. and i think sometimes thinking back to like how much we've put into this and how much we like do and and i think we need to like step back and appreciate that uh, a little bit so not saying we have to get too deep or anything but like celebration was like a just a tornado it was just a whirlwind that whole week and stuff and um so that that'd be a good idea and then at the end maybe like look ahead towards our immediate future which is you know james you're going to be doing the bad batch stuff we all had an opportunity to get the first 14 episodes which is really cool so um we appreciate disney for that and um celebration mando you know that sort of stuff but 
Uh, and if you haven't yet, last week we did our like first official kickoff hype episode on The Mandalorian where we got into some like wild speculation, right. but also like reminders of like where characters left off and stuff. So if you haven't mm-hmm. checked it out, check out last week's episode where we were uh, entering the hype train for Mandalorian. Right, but, right. You know, looking back on this year, you know, celebration, obviously a big one, but other aspects of our year that um, stood out to you or that you're proud of or that made you happy as far as like the podcast goes. And I know we haven't like really pre-planned this, so I don't know what, you know, games you can start. Your heads, but... um, <laughs> yeah. I, geez. You know, it, it is so funny because I said earlier, it feels like we've only been doing this for three years, but we've been doing it for a lot longer. But in a weird way, sometimes like I'll look at like my files and things when I'm working on oh, yeah. you know, stuff like thumbnails and cleaning things. up your desktop like me. And, and it's so it's the it's like the exact opposite. I'm like, I'll look at a, a thumbnail and I'll be like, that was like six years ago. And I'm like, <laughs> nope, that was this year. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's weird. Like when I see a, a title or a discussion, I feel like it was so long ago. And most of the time it was only you know like 10 or 15 episodes ago and i'm like man that it really isn't that long ago that was right. this year that was after celebration you know what i mean i put you put the, the math together on it and it always feels like things are moving simultaneously so fast and so slow at the same time and you know it's fun to go back and look at like what we said last year and you know what we're looking forward to this year as far as like the shows that we got and speculating on um, how those things were going to roll out. Like mm-hmm. re- remember th- the majority of this year we were saying Andor's right around the corner. You know, what do we Obi-Wan. think that show's going to be like? What, you know, Obi-Wan, is that going to land? Is that going to not, you know, like right. there it, it's so crazy. Cause then you're thinking about Obi-Wan being so long ago, but it was less than a year ago, you know? Yeah, I yeah, I I mean, celebration was a big deal. I mean, also us, you know, um, taking a chance on ourselves. You know, I don't think we really talked about that too much publicly, but I think it, yeah, it, it's it's a good time to do that now. Where you know, a lot of people I know reached out and were like, "Oh, what what was the big deal that happened?" And we're like, "Nothing really." It's it's not like people are always looking for you know tea or whatever, but it was just like me. If you see on the channel, like we're talking about Willow, we're talking about other things. And mm-hmm. um, we wanted to give ourselves an opportunity to um, give this a shot with the three of us. And I, that's been going really well. And all the support that everyone's been giving us uh, has um, made us feel good about it. Um, and it was a you know, big year for me in terms of like, you know, leaving Star Wars Newsnet. And I was there for so long. And like the sadness of that, but also like the, re- the recharging and the refreshing of like us starting like, the new venture with this, even though it's the same venture, it's still, yeah. it's the three yeah. of us starting this. Like it just felt like a fresh start. Um, so that's exciting. And, you know, going to Anaheim was really cool. I've been to California a bunch of times, um, but I've never been to Disneyland. So doing that was really awesome with you guys. And um, celebration as a whole, I think was a really great because it's, you know, post, I know it's still going on, but post pandemic, so to speak. Um, I, I remember when 2020 celebration got canceled and just like when I think back at like how terrible things were back then turning on and watching a baseball game on TV and seeing cardboard cutouts of human beings in the stands so that they could oh replicate God. the feeling of people being in stadiums was so dystopian 
and dark and sad that I remember heading into celebration just being like, I can't believe this is happening. And I remember every once in a while just like looking around and like embracing things. And like when we had our meetups under the Falcon with, you know, our, our closer supporters yeah, um, and taking photos with them and just hanging out with them. I, I walked away for a bit and just sort of like looked at everybody on my own and just like seeing these people completely comfortable with each other and like not needing the three of us to be there for those conversations. Like we yeah. really have made a, a community genuinely made a community of people who all like each other. And it revolves around this little podcast we made. So it's like little stuff like that. Um, I know that's like not really, I don't know if you can call that like tangible or not, but just, I think stuff like that is what reminds me of like why we do this. Cause sometimes I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I'm like, oh man, it's recording tonight. Like, I don't know if I'm feeling it tonight, you know? But then you hear from our patrons or people who listen to the show, like, I don't know what I would do without you guys twice a week. I'm like, that's crazy to me, mm-hmm. but it makes it feel so good to do it. And I still love doing this. And like you said, James, after um, we're entering our sixth year together doing this, and like Lacey's been with us for almost five years now. Yeah. Where's the time gone? This is crazy. You know, you know, you mentioned celebration too. And like celebration is big, but when I think back at celebration, there were, there's two celebrations. There was everything we did in or around the arena. And then there was everything we did outside uh, of it, including Disney and um, like going out to eat and other things like that. And I almost enjoyed there was I, I probably told this on the story, too, but there was like one day when we were at Disney and it was I think it was Star Wars night and it was. The probably like the the best Disney experience I I think I've ever probably had <laughs> because wow. and it, it just was because every time I've ever been to Disney, it's been with a plan and we're trying to knock things out and we're trying to do things and I it was the first time where I've ever said, all I want to do is just be here. And, and I've got nothing to do for two hours. We were just sitting in black spire outpost, hanging out and talking and just living there. And then I was, I got really envious of people who just do that on a regular basis. Like, uh, are you talking about the day that you were with us or the day that we got to do star Wars night? So Star Wars, like Star Wars night. Yeah, Star Wars night. Uh, I was gonna say the day we, we went, you were on a mission. <laughs> yeah, we, we James I mean, was yeah. Disney walking. There's a certain walk that you do when you're at Disney, and James was just he See, was in his mode. But I, I appreciate think, I think that Lacey, though, because I have I think a ton Lacey of was Disney thrown friends. off because she thought she was gonna be the Disney walk person. And then I was I, like always ahead yeah. of her, like, keep up. Keep up. We're moving. Well, because <laughs> I was trying to take pictures and stuff, and yeah, I'd yeah, never yeah. seen Galaxy's Edge. But yeah, no, it was super fun. I think this year has been crazy for me personally, you know, becoming a mom and being a parent and kind of navigating this new life that I have on top of doing everything that we want to do and accomplish goals and and just like continue to grow. Um, And I think this community has really helped kind of keep me grounded that like we're building something that's that's bigger than us and and that's awesome and the work is worth it and like putting in the hours is worth it because people appreciate it like john said Mm -hmm. celebration was much needed it was a nice break to get away for a little bit uh it was tough it was the first time i'd been away from uh, my daughter but it was 
at the same time very nice because <laughs> you just kind of get to breathe for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, and I loved everything about celebration. I thought it was a great time. Again, we've said this before, but like, we wish we planned a little less. Like, I think we went like crazy and I'm mm -hmm. part of the problem crazy with celebration this year, which, um, there wasn't a moment that I didn't enjoy, but I think going back to what you just said with Disney, James, I think with celebration, I wish I took more time to just be, mm -hmm. uh, which I plan to do for Europe, which I'm excited about. Um, but you know, what we accomplished with that show with doing our own event at an outside venue and hosting people and hosting a dinner for our patrons and doing all these things like nothing makes me more happy than kind of doing things for other people, like organizing events so people can have fun together or kind of, you know, I, I was so excited to like give people my panel tickets so that they could go to the panels or like get items from the show store for people if they wanted things. Right. I, I just, I find a lot of happiness in doing that for people. So celebration is always a fun time for me, but it was really one of the, my favorite moments of the weekend was when the three of us arrived at the hotel and we door dashed burgers and right. we in my hotel room <laughs> eating burgers and we were all oh, just yeah there taking it in that like we were finally the three of us together because we don't really unfortunately get to be together a lot mm -hmm. so when we get to be together it's just kind of like this weird feeling of like this is awesome like why can't this be all the time um and then just the excitement of like what was to come and uh i really loved seeing top gun <laughs> it was the best movie i've seen right, all year. right i stand by that again uh, another example of what i mean like outside of celebration there was celebration and then there was like the three of us going to see top gun and it's right. like that's not i don't tie that with celebration but that's a whole other experience that just happened to take and i was time, exhausted you know? the entire time of celebration but like in a really happy delirious way like the 501st party was amazing it was so fun and just it was just non-stop but i wouldn't change anything in the sense of we had such a great time uh, doing the make solo to happen meetup. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to see what happens this year. As for other stuff, um, you know, Kenobi was awesome. Book of Boba Fett was awesome. Andor was awesome. I think out of the three, if we're talking one episode, it was the episode The Mandalorian Returned in Book of Boba Fett. But if we're talking about overall series, I'd probably pick Andor. I just thought Andor was really, really great. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's hard to top the Mandalorian in my book. And as soon as he showed up, I was like, this, this series is the best series ever. And then you kind of remember that, wait a second, it's not his show. It's someone else's show. Um, it, yeah. 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 When you bring up the live, um, our live show, like I know we were able to put ourselves in a situation where it was uh, free admission. Um, but the fact that people like that many people, um, like well over a hundred people left the convention and left the celebration area, took Ubers or whatever they had to do to go to that brewery for our live show um, was crazy to me. And I think that show went over so well, um, you know, obviously took a lot of work on our part and then it's just like gone in an hour. Like it's just mm -hmm. like it comes and it goes. But I think what I liked most about it was after when we were doing like pictures with people and there were little kids there. There were senior citizens there. There were like that. You look around there like it It was like 
all walks of life, all ages, all generations and stuff that wanted to come watch our podcast. And that I think that is uh, something that's so cool because I don't know how many like Star Wars podcasts are. I think there are a lot that are just, you know, family friendly and like kids can listen to it and uh, stuff like that. People can listen to it with their kids and feel pretty like safe about it. Um, I, I take a lot of pride in that. And then, you know, every once in a while you wonder like, why are we doing that? And then you see like these little kids show up at your panel. And you're like, oh my God, there are little kids that listen to our show. Little kids listen with their families to our show. And there's like a responsibility for, to that. And Charlie, lo- our buddy, Charlie. Charlie and that, that little girl in the Ahsoka outfit with her dads and um, mm. like all, all that sort of stuff. And then like Jeremy brought his mom. Uh, I don't know love if she it. wanted to be there or not, but I loved it. <laughs> she didn't have a choice, really. Yeah, I think he was uh, like, we're going to go out to dinner and then show up at the panel. Yeah, and then we have, fr- we have friends from all different countries who came over. Obviously, the Belgium guys giving us the 501st stuff um making us official friends of the 501st so now we gotta see what we can do with that in in london at london um but um and then the the carbonite stuff that they made for us and the, just all the people like asking me it to sign me the t-shirt and stuff like it's just it's just so nuts how how much people like this like silly podcast that we have and it just um it just uh it means a ton and there's so many so many other things that we went through this year and cool guests like i was thinking about when we had tom spina on and all the people we had on through the book of boba fett's mando fan show run um Mm -hmm. josh robert thompson just like making us laugh till we hurt with those impressions absolutely um natalie holt uh the composer i don't yeah i'm sure i don't want to go through all the whole list because i'm sure i'll miss people Mm -hmm. um but um it it's it's crazy to think that there was you know no star wars movie this year or anything like that, but it still felt like a really big Star Wars year. Um, you know, so Ando, it's only Ando getting Rogue bigger. One, Boba Fett, and yeah, 2023 might be bigger. John, that's what I was going to point out is like when Lacey added Boba Fett, I was like, that's right. Boba Fett was like January into February. It was like right, right, right at the very beginning of the year. And that means I was like, am I forgetting something? But I wrote down it was Mando season one, Mando season two, and then book of Boba Fett. Am I missing something in there? That's the order for what? No. Any for other live action show? Yeah. No, that was it. So that means that we got Mando and Mando season two. And that was like a year apart. And then this year when Book of Boba Fett hit, we got Book of Boba Fett, Obi-Wan and Andor, which mm-hmm. was 12 episodes. So it's like we sort of got like one and a half with that one, too. And then this so, year we're going to get this coming year. We're getting Mandalorian, Ahsoka and Skeleton Crew. Sure. But. Um, but what I'm saying is like it's been like an ongoing thing of like they've been building for the live action stuff for a while and you know we've been kind of writing Mandalorian and stuff but now we're at this point this year being the kickoff of it that Star Wars television is is running year round and to have three live action Star Wars series in 2022 is pretty crazy and, and it doesn't like don't, look like we're slowing down. And don't mm-hmm. forget, if we have to imagine that they're going to hold that next, you know, Star Wars movie release date, which is December 2025, we may get a, a new Star Wars movie that starts filming next year, you know, and that mm-hmm. will add a lot when it comes to our new shows, because there's always, you know, castings or tidbits and filming locations and stuff that we get with the with the series, but a lot of the series because of the volume and stuff that's limited. But there's something about 
talking about the productions and the process of a Star Wars movie that just feels different. You can't that you can't replicate. So I'm excited about that. Now I don't know if it's the Damon Lindelof thing. I don't I don't know if they've ironed that out yet. But that is just on top of all the other stuff you just said, James. Yeah. Um, and then who know, like is there going to be a, a celebration in 2024? Like what's the, what's that going to be like? And I don't know. I I, I feel like. It just for some reason, I don't know if I felt this way necessarily last year, but for some reason, I feel like it's like there's something new in the air with Star Wars. Like it's I don't know if it's because of the changes we made for ourselves, but it's something feels fresh heading into 2023. I'm really excited about it. And I'm also excited about the stuff that we've been working on behind the scenes for Patreon. And uh, we have a lot that um, we have going on and also like, you know, guests that we're going to be having on the show in the next coming months and stuff like that. Mando fan show we're going to have guests for and. That's always a, a good time doing that too. And the Mando fan show in general, like I know we do the live show for covering all the shows, but with the Mando code and 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 that, the origins of the scale, which was the Pedro Pascal face, like something about that show's aesthetic just feels like it's its own little special thing. And there were people that said they found us through the Mando fan show, which mm-hmm. I always found interesting. I believe Raymond from Star Wars Toy Stories said that to me and Lacey mm-hmm. at Scum and Villainy. So... I don't know, I'm just really, I'm just feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling really excited. I'm feeling fresh and uh, like, I'm very geared up and excited to like get going in this coming year. Can I, can I throw out another thing that happened this year that was pretty, that was kind of bittersweet? Sure. They opened up the Star Wars hotel this year. Oh yeah. So for a lot of people, it was like the coolest thing that has ever happened to them in star Wars world. And then a bunch of other people were like, this is the worst thing that's happened to star Wars in years. It was such, it was such a, it's it's really hot and cold with some thing. Yeah. Yes. But that happened this year and it's something to look back on and be like, where are we at now? What's going to happen in the future? Was that good? Was that bad? You know, it's interesting. I don't that know what's going to happen point. with that hotel because it seemingly they're doing like major discounts for it and the it's pre- been pretty empty. But then again, you hear from other people that it's not. So we got Yeah. You got the old CEO comes back because that's something that he was interested in. He wasn't big on when it was happening. It's, I mean, you know, don't, Bob, Bob don't Jake... just move past that either. The fact that this year we also oh my God, we got a different Bob of Bob Iger. <laughs> yeah, that right. happened this year, too. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. And he, I, I feel like there's going to be a, a more, a, a bigger focus put upon the, I think that's where we have to look forward to too is yeah, there is this slate coming from star Wars on Disney plus this year. And it looks like, I guess, because of just how packed it is and they don't want to rush it. Acolyte will probably kick off 2024 for the star Wars slate in Q1. Um, I don't know, like we haven't heard much more in terms of the future of Disney Plus, like the new, the, what's the next slate of shows after that? And I wonder if right. they're going back to focus on the movies and, you know, what does that mean? Because of, you know, the losses reported um, with Disney Plus, are they making these shows just to sustain at this point? Is that a good thing for Lucasfilm or would they rather say like, you know, Disney wants Lucasfilm to provide these big blockbuster films? Um, to, to bring in those returns on investment. So um, I, I I like that we don't know. Um, I would like to hear what the next slate of Star Wars shows on for Disney Plus is because a lot of the things that were supposed to be coming up are either 
not happening anymore or we're not sure that they're happening like we said like lando um rangers of the new rangers. republic yeah so so not sure so i i would love to hear what the next wave is going to be like because mando's not going to go on forever so this connected mando verse also will not go on forever and i think ahsoka was a limited series i'm not sure about skeleton crew um but i don't think they've specified what skeleton crew is actually in terms of whether it's limited or not yeah Yeah. the thing is is like it's it's it it is limited let's just be honest it's limited until they want to use those characters again or it's a hit you know it's just mm-hmm. it's gonna well, be yeah easy. sure obi-wan was a special event series yeah yeah boba fett so. as well it's like we, we can speculate all we want on boba fett season two but it's just like what you have to realize is like they're either gonna do boba fett season two or they're gonna continue to use those characters in bad batch mandalorian whatever you know they're gonna like mix in those characters Imagine um bob Iger's just like you know what i was wrong let's just let's do another obi-wan kenobi movie Let's go back on the big screen with this thing. <laughs> they, do, they do the follow-up, but it's a movie this time. We'd be like, you're so close. You meant to say solo. There's so yeah. many possibilities, so that's the crazy mispronounced thing. mispronounced solos. Yeah, so I'm just eager to know what's going to happen with the new Bob and like everything that's going on with Star Wars. We know what's planned in the next year, like John was saying, but like, what's next? Like, let's, let's get our Marvel slate going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Um, All right. Well, that takes us to the end of this episode, our last episode of 2022. So we want to, again, thank everybody for listening and watching all year, being a part of TRB. If you joined us this year, thank you so much for joining us and becoming a part of what we've got going on. Um, We hope everyone has a happy and safe new year. Uh, But don't forget, subscribe to the show on your preferred podcast app. If it has a rating system, we're pretty close to 400 ratings on Spotify. Uh, Five stars on Apple will always help us. And of course, the YouTube channel again, uh, youtube.com slash at the resistance broadcast. And there you want to go there, too, because we're going to have additional content coming out during our sort of break here until we return on January 5th, where we come back live and kick off 2023. Um, But uh, until then, you could find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey and uh, my movie podcast, just like the movies uh, we're doing Ben Affleck's the town next uh, should be just after new year's um, Lacey. People can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin and on TikTok at it's Lacey Gillerin. James, uh, both uh, Twitter and Instagram at Myra trunks. All right, everyone have a wonderful, safe and happy new year. And we'll see you on the other side in 2023 with another episode on January 5th, right here on the Resistance Broadcast. See you around, kids.